Thank you for tuning in to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. Welcome to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. I'm Jennifer McNally, your host for today's bonus section and the CEO of the American Society of Safety Professionals. I'm pleased to be joined today by Dr. Katie Schofield, Assistant Professor at the University of Minnesota Duluth, where she teaches courses in the Masters of Environmental Health and Safety program. Katie, thanks for joining us for this bonus segment today. Katie, in our last conversation, we talked about using the lens of gender in safety. What does that mean? Well, I think as a safety professional, we have always traditionally looked at how do we keep our employees safe in our workplace and what can we do to improve? Well, now as we have evolving workplaces and working arrangements, and as we look to continuously improve and further drive down our risk of injury and injury rate and severity, there's additional things to consider. And one of those is gender and looking through the lens of gender because there are different risks for women and there are elevated risks for certain types of injury based on gender in the workplace. So it's definitely something that needs to be examined separately outside of your entire workplace safety policy. It, it deserves a separate, closer look. So I'm curious, Katie, in your research and background, we talked in the first show about a bit about the diversity in your background, you know, starting out in education, then in construction, then in a more and small and large and uh, workman's comp for the construction industry, clarification there, then into more diverse client base back into academia. And sort of over, over your career, there's been one constant of change. And I see that as I forecast forward for our safety professionals, you know, the one constant is change. How has that lens shifted over time? And did it make a difference when you were working and operating in an environment that may be small systems versus big systems? From a data perspective, does it matter? Do those kinds of questions matter for a safety professional, not just gender, but environment and other circumstances that may influence behavior policies and practices? Well, I definitely think the the uh, small environment versus large environment maybe influences your ease of implementation of certain um, changes you may want to do or ease of implementation in terms of budget and uh, person power to do it. You know, I think the the kind of the evolution of my perspective on safety, especially when I he was within the school of public health and i was you know looking at this research that you know other people were doing on maternal and child health role of chronic disease in personal health some of these things have a very gendered role as well and how they affect us personally and our private life and then how they could come into play in the workplace you know, roles in the household, roles in the greater family, roles in our community. All these different things come into the workplace too. So I think this evolution also plays into the workplace and what we're going to be doing for safety and in how we implement things. And that I think is, again, if I look forward to the future of what the safety professional has to manage to that 
that bridge between home and work is consistently blurred in, in the world. You know, the term total worker health, something, you know, we have a work, a worker working on. So from that increased mindfulness and how do we help safety professionals better understand that bridge from home to work? We're, you know, increasing their mindfulness. Any, any key points before we close out today? Well, I think, I just think the safety professional needs to, to keep in mind that what's going on in the workplace is a lot broader than, than the walls or the proverbial walls of the workplace. And, you know, I really think that is, is an evolution that, that has already come into play. That's, you know, what we teach in our schools. You know, I think most safety people are understanding that, that the worker is more than just who shows up to work, that there's a lot that goes on in the home. But I think that that research and that actual data to put evidence-based practice is coming. There's a lot of public health research that talks about how work and our work health is a social determinant of health and wellness. So there's a lot of people from the public health perspective who are looking at this and how work plays into personal health. And then there's also um, some research I'm starting on now that looks how our community health rankings and factors which play into, you know, access to healthcare, you know, alcoholism, you know, a bunch of these different health factors of our community, how those factors can actually increase the risk for uh, workers' compensation uh, disability and reduce the risk for delayed return to work. So, you know, I think intuitively we all are kind of understanding there's this connection and there is some evidence and data out there, but there's going to be a lot more coming to help quantify that. And I think that if safety professionals just keep, you know, their eyes and ears open, that what they're already intuitively thinking and probably doing in the workplace, there'll be a lot more evidence to help guide them as well. That is coming out because that I think is a really big focus all around of researchers is this total connection between person, home, work, work, home, we're connected. We're, you know, we're one person, uh, one health type situation. So... We don't check out when we're done at the end of the day. We're still the same person that walked in in the morning. Well, what I heard you say, Katie, is you are in the middle of a body of research that when right and appropriate, we'd welcome the chance to invite you back and talk a little bit about your findings. So thank you again for joining us today on this bonus segment of the WAM podcast. Thank you so much. You bet. To our listeners, I'll remind you to subscribe to the WAM podcast wherever you listen and please rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you for joining the WAM podcast, where women empower other women in business and manufacturing. For more shows like this, go to whampodcast.com. That's whampodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in.